How's it going? How's it going, everybody? It is the Big Gold Belt Podcast. You do not deceive yourself with your eyes because it is me in the middle, Damon G, like Hollywood Squares. And then we have Heelwood Mahoney on that side. And on the other side, one of my all-time favorite people in wrestling Twitter, my friends, my sister from another mister, yes. Ms. Mimi Shells, and Roman Reigns' number one thirst-trapping fan, <laughs> Mimi, <laughs> we love you. Welcome to the Big Old Well Podcast, guys. We have a pretty stacked show. So we're going to try to bump through this as quick as possible, even though it's a triple threat match going on. There are no rules, no disqualifications. Coming up next on the Big Gold Bell Podcast. Yeah, yeah. shirt tonight just so you know it's a, it is <laughs> i right was talking about me shirt. that was me talking oh, in the chat both of y'all wore the right shirt We're... because acknowledge me acknowledge him will just shows up and wrecks everybody mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> i'm just here along for the ride with my civil war shirt because i literally have a civil war right now in this chat but monday night raw smackdown's been been really well done recently Monday Night Raw has been a bit of a chore, but they try to, what is, what is Vince like to say? Shake things up. Right. So they had this thing called the draft. I hear it works in the NBA and the NFL, not so much in professional wrestling, but some hits, some misses. I still don't understand the need to redraft someone if they're already on your brand. It's right. almost like, you know, Everybody's and, eligible, apparently. So. Except for except for Asuka and Bailey, apparently, because they're free agents. But right. What did we think about the draft? Because me personally, it does nothing for me. I just, I tune in when I tune in. I'm one of those people now. It's like, eh, I don't need to see one person on one brand. But I'm going to throw it to Mimi since she's the guest. Um, thoughts on the draft and thoughts on who went where? So I, I'm with um, I'm with you on the redrafting. Like, SmackDown has drafted a title <laughs> dream. Like, I, I, I wasn't 100% sure why they just did that they could have just said smackdown keeps or whatever retains or whatever Mm -hmm. what i really loved was the fact that they identified that roman biggie charlotte and bianca are the Mm -hmm. people that they are pushing you know it, it made it super super clear that these are regardless of what brand they went to these are the superstars um for that piece, like when I saw the graphic and the pictures, it it, it was it, it for me. I just felt like Biggie and Bianca. Like I, I mean, I don't even I don't even understand because two weeks ago I was saying that Biggie wasn't ready, 
and now he's in the spotlight and he's there. I remember saying during, you know, uh, the Royal Rumble, like I was super happy that she won the Royal Rumble, but I was like, mm, is she? She just slipped right into it. And mm -hmm. to see, they push people, you know what I mean? Like they're like, these are the four people or the five people we're gonna push. And they made that evident once they made that first round. And um, you just, you don't know, you can't say you don't know, you know? You can't say, oh, she's not, you know, she's not it, she's it. And they made it clear, mm -hmm. like, you know? And so for me, mm -hmm. I felt like that was a little different. I felt like it was a little underwhelming a bit. Yeah. Because I felt like, and maybe because Steph wasn't doing it, I think that's what it was. Maybe Steph wasn't doing it, so it kind of felt like. Uh oh. Well, signal for us. Yeah, she's back. Deep. Okay. But I will. Um, it felt like. You know, because Steph wasn't there, it wasn't a big deal. But I will say that I kind of feel a little bit better that Scrappy and Sonya, like, I feel like- <laughs> Scrappy. They stepped it up a little bit. They stepped it up a little bit, but I, um, it, it was underwhelming a, a bit. And I think it's because Steph wasn't there. Hmm. Those two, yeah. I think have grown into their roles. Some yes. between Sonya and Scrap Iron. They're yes. slowly growing into that role. But it, I think it's weird that they're kind of on both shows. They just yes. kind of go wherever they're not really. A, and on one show, why well, it's just the Naomi thing. Sonya's randomly a heel with Naomi, but otherwise she plays everything very fair. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's a little odd that they're not like one of them's from Raw, one of them's from SmackDown. They're just kind of overseeing everything. And it's but never really think, quite been explained. They're just kind of in the role. They're trying to move her into a different role. And that's why they're kind of, teasing this like little heel thing, little banter between the two. Do you think that they're teasing her coming back into the ring? It's gotta lead to that, shouldn't it? Like the fact that- It's gotta be the payoff. Naomi, that's the payoff is that Naomi going whoop her ass. Like that's that's <laughs> the payoff eventually. And all the wrestling Twitter will be up in you know joyous arms when she gets right. what's coming to her. Right. But I think even before the Naomi thing, she was at odds with Adam Pierce on camera every once in a while, undermining him, siding with Charlotte, you know, giving her all these like title opportunities, you know, so the heel Sonya character, especially with those power suits, has always been, you know, planting those seeds, you know, almost like she's the new Stephanie McMahon, but like she can actually fight. So I think that's why it's been kind of percolating up to this point, but the Naomi thing is going to kind of push that over the edge. Uh, I think personally, they've done okay as the authority figures. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like when Adam Pierce gets a little smarky with people right. because he's like, did you forget who I used to be and who I could still be? <laughs> like I will, except with Roman, like I will slap you like literally, you know, but- He doesn't, like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, with anybody but Roman, he can kind of get away with being a, a jack off, you know, yeah. if he needed to be. But overall, to, to, to go to Mimi's point, the draft was a little underwhelming. Um, you know, I don't want to be all Mel Kuyper and Stephen A. Smith here, but like the only real surprises for me was Hit Row went third round. Right. To SmackDown. From Coming NXT up in mass as one in big mass, As a group, as one big stable. It even says intergender stable. <laughs> I did not expect um, that. Me either. But... Remember, we have to think from sports entertainment. 
they can be entertaining. No doubt. And and Swerve can handle all the in-ring portions. Yes. While still being entertaining. Who do you want them to go against initially? Well, if Retribution was question. still around, I'd want them to beat up Retribution, but you know, it's fine. Um, on, Sm- on SmackDown, that is it. That is interesting because there's, you know, who's kind of jumping out at me that might be someone to put them up against right off the bat. We got our buddy, uh, who's now he's currently Happy Corbin. Oh, Maybe fuck Happy that Corbin. guy! Oh, come on! I don't like it. I don't like it. I liked it better when he was a bum. He was. More oh no, that, that was genius. That was genius. They they went away from that way too quick. The 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 mustard stained shirt and everything was was, was genius. <laughs> Pain handling on Monday Night Raw and on SmackDown is great, oh, yeah, man. Beards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe the idea is they show up and they're the real high rollers now since they're hit row, the gold records and everything. And I don't know, just, just a random idea looking at the line. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I guess another possibility Sami might, that's who I was just going to say. Maybe okay. Sami Zayn, since well, he can really be plugged in anywhere. But what's that angle? Because he's like a conspiracy theorist, right? So, so he can go with the be? angle of, oh, look, the new shiny toy, but I've been here this entire time. Mm-hmm. Way to hold me down again, WWE, you know? And that could potentially set up a really good match between him and Swerve, which oh, in yes. ring would be excellent. Yeah. In ring. Yeah. Plus, let's be honest here, who doesn't want to beat up the hipster white guy every once in a while? Because if you're from New York City and gentrification's <laughs> a thing, you know, it's like, yeah, beat up Sammy, even though he's a really good human right. being after all this, you know? Right, right. Like the Miz. Getting it's mm-hmm. like when the Miz gets his ass kicked. We all want to see it, so now we get to see Sammy get his ass kicked. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. I'm looking through the rest of this list. A lot of like meh, you know, a lot of meh going on. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the same faces in the same places. I mean, raw. A lot of the, you know, a lot of, you know, okay, Sasha's still on SmackDown. Roman's still yeah. on SmackDown. You got Charlotte moved over. Drew McIntyre moved over is one of the big Mimi's favorite moves person. From, a, from Monday to, Why to Friday. He that, though? He's going to obliterate him. Well, it's weird because, like, that was one of the things I was seeing this week is I saw people immediately being like, the only person they moved over for Roman was Drew McIntyre. And I I don't agree with that at all because I'm looking at that lineup and actually, I'm way more interested in uh, the idea of Jeff Hardy getting, like, yes. a reboot out of this. I'd love mm-hmm. to see Jeff Hardy and Roman Reigns as, like, cool. a thing this winter. Like, bring Jeff Hardy over and make him, like, a legit, you know, top-level threat again even Seamus good lord yeah Seamus too like Jeff Hardy is like we've been hearing for months people being like why aren't they doing Jeff Hardy right why aren't they doing doing Jeff Hardy right so people will get behind him like that it ain't gonna take nothing to get people to buy into that idea and hell between Jeff Hardy just being an easy baby face that people will rally behind Roman just doing his usual shtick that's an easy I think you know, one or two show pay-per-view deal. You could do something with build up like a TLC match or something. And it it writes itself to me. I think that's a very, it'd be a real fun, easy program to do. That would be fresh too. I don't think they've done anything with Jeff and Roman before, not on a big stage. So it's something new. from what I remember. Yeah. It's new. Um, who's Ridge Holland? He is from NXT, and we'll we'll get into NXT. But he's originally from NXT UK. He fits the mold. He's a former rugby star. Okay. You know, kind of like a brawler. If you want to think of like 
a younger version of Seamus meets Lars Sullivan. I think some, I think, Will, you might have said that online or someone did where Rich Holland is going to be what Lars Sullivan should have been. <laughs> or what they what they wanted Lars Sullivan to be right. And I he's he's, a, he's a big dude. He's not quite that big, but he's a he's a big thick guy. He's a thick so, boy. Thick boy. Yeah, thick they'll, boy they'll, they'll definitely be making him into a bit of a, a monster thug type on there. Right. So yeah, now I'm looking at the at the red side now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Focusing so much on Friday, right? Got to even it out here. So of course Becky went over to Raw. Okay. They still got to shake out the women's title situation because we got yeah, all kind of iron that out. Yeah, well, I guess they got a couple darn options because what we got a triple threat at Crown Jewel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So beyond that's Bianca, Sasha, Becky. Okay. And Becky's the only. I mean, you know, Bianca's the only. Bianca and Becky are both on Raw. So okay. if either of them won, but of course, but then there's the weirdness that that Sasha. I mean, uh, Becky has the blue belt. Not the red belt. Right. right. So are, are, are we headed towards they're going to do a trade like they did with the tag right. titles? That's, That's what they should have just done to start with. Like, just trade the belts. They maybe, made the or the maybe, and oh, God. Or oh, maybe well. don't weird. have the belts color coded. Right. right. So hard. <laughs> Call the women's belt like one of them's the universal women's title right. and one's the WWE women's title. And then right. you don't have this problem. You know, truth. Right. That's, that's something they got to sort out. But we ran yeah. the belts. Right? Yeah, you know what? I never even thought them. about that. Mm-hmm. They introduced them, you know, as although they were drafted as the opposite brand, you know, champion. And I was just like, okay, so what are we doing? What are we yeah, doing? They got to they got to sort that out. Figure that out for uh, who, what, what, how the red belt is somehow going to end up on Monday nights <laughs> in right. one way or another. While Charlotte still has it, so who do we got? Okay, the red side, of course, Big E. He's he's. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for him. And hell, I was surprised to see Bobby Lashley not get moved to Friday. I thought for sure he was headed that way. Cause heck he's been doing Same. everything in his, he's been doing everything in his power. It seems to make big E look great as he can. Yeah. I figured, Oh, he's doing that. They're going to move him to Friday and he'll be reset. He'll be all good, but no, he's staying on raw. So I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with Bobby Lashley, but I don't want him out of the title picture either because Bobby Lashley's been awesome this year. So mm-hmm. I'm just not sure where he fits in though on Raw right now, considering Biggie's what beat him twice, I think now. Yeah, twice. Just, Once with yeah, the, the money in the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the briefcase, and then he beat him again on uh on Raw, straight up on Raw mm-hmm. in the cage match. So it seems like that's one and done. Uh Edge. Edge moved over. So that's a bit that's a who else oh. here are the big names on Monday? Austin Theory going down? That, that's a weird all. one. That's a I weird didn't one. I didn't understand what that was about. I didn't understand what that was about. Because he fits the mold. He looks like a WWE superstar. Yeah, but I feel like he wasn't even pushing the needle in NXT. He wasn't, but he looks good with his shirt off, and Vince likes that. So they think they probably think he's a new Randy Orton since he's so young. Nobody and, is yeah. like Randy Orton. <laughs> He ain't ready yet. Not not that level, that's for sure. Uh, Street Profits stayed together. They went to Monday, so that probably bodes well for them because Lord knows Raw needs well, tag Bianca's on Raw, so obviously they were right. going to move, you know, one Seth of them over to Seth moves over to. 
since Becky's there. So we got mm-hmm. we got the what now the what are they calling him the what a drip? What's what's his name now that he's going with? He's one of his fancy jackets, uh, not the Deacon of Drip, but something like the that. Deacon of Drip. <laughs> the Deacon of Drip. That just sounds oh, like Slick fine. 2.0. <laughs> Gable Stevenson. Let's talk about that for a minute. Gable Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I just don't know. No time soon, I guess. He's got to finish up college first. He's got a year worth of commitments for college. college. Yeah. Yeah, He's got a senior year to do. (laughs) So why would they draft him? Because he's an Olympic gold medalist. And I guess maybe if the plan is come spring, once wrestling season's done, that he amateur would status come right in. Straight. Yeah, yep. that's mm-hmm. probably the idea. But either way, I would I wouldn't have said it now. I just would have saved it till when right. he's ready. Right. Yeah. They drafted like, him out of college like a real draft. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We need we need the late David Stern to just come in for stuff like right. that. Right. You know. <laughs> Monday night Rolex. <laughs> Gable Stevenson, University of Minnesota. Boo! Ooh, I would like to see him go against Chad Gable. All right, here, here's someone Gable. I'm a little here's someone I'm a little worried about with the move from Friday to Monday. That I was I was feeling better about on Friday, and now I don't know. Liv Morgan, they moved oh, her no. over, and she always seems to be perpetually starting to get a push and doesn't get one. Starts to get one, doesn't. They moved her over, and I just uh, looking at that Monday night lineup. I'm like, I don't know if she's gonna yeah. fit in there because I don't. I don't see her getting in there with Becky and Bianca at that level. And they Alexa. moved Carmelo. They yeah, and they moved Carmelo with her, and it's like that's who she's been stuck with anyway. And it's like that just feels like such a lateral possible yeah. move for her. And it's like I was ready for her to be starting to take that next step. Yeah, and looking at Raw, I'm like, God, that next step is a big one. Well, like even the bottom half, like you get Liv and you have Mia Yim got moved to Raw. Mm. You got Tamina. Are we going to see her? And Tegan Knox moved to Raw. Are we going to see Mia? She has her name now, at least. (laughs) Yep. And they say she's from NXT. She was drafted from NXT. So we have no, no, there's no reckoning to be. That never happened. Nope. We, we, we don't mention Retribution. (laughs) There's only those two guys that were in Retribution that are left. The rest of them just disappeared oh my god that's a good point well now that i'm looking at the the, the ladies rosters here it's like wow like Naya's it's gonna over be there tough too. for her to get up there man do drops over there dana got dana brooke poor dana brooke i, I don't even understand how dana brooke was still employed i was like wait she's you still, still go here, here? <laughs> go here like what Ooh. okay so okay, so who do you think? Mm, nice. Oh damn! Will Aaliyah finally got drafted? Yep, we'll see if she makes TV. But yeah, finally got her <laughs> ticket out of NXT. Senior, yeah. <laughs> super senior. <laughs> okay, I'm a little afraid for Drake Maverick. He's been released before. It, it'll happen again. Have him managing a team or something, or being a manager, or he'll be in twenty four seven limbo like he's kind of been anyway. He'll right. be chasing our chasing our truth and Reggie. Where's our scenes. truth? Where's our truth? Is he? He's oh, in he's raw. Saying. He ain't going away. He gonna stay on raw. Yeah, he's on raw. Yeah, Reggie's oh, still there too. So twenty four seven is definitely a raw thing still. That's not <laughs> good. <heads. laughs> 
Carrion Cross, your favorite person, Will. Still on. No, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Carrion the Barbarian. We'll see if any <laughs> changes for him. Carrion the Barbarian. That damn gear. That gear. Oh, that atrocious. poor guy. It's friggin' awful. It's friggin' awful. <laughs> Dolph, Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is like the gift that keeps on giving. He he never goes away. Ever. Um, last week, last week I was saying I could see him getting moved down to NXT just to give him something new to do and something right. where he could plug him in with some young guys and just have him kind of teach in the oh, next generation. Yeah. But just yeah, not. Why not? I mean, he's he's been around forever. It's like, what else are you going to do with him? Right. <laughs> You're going to uh, have him get beat up by Big E and Drew McIntyre on, on Raw. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that McIntyre really tried to play off of Big E? Awful. With the whole big D, it's a Drew Day. Yes, it is. Like, who wrote that for you, man? You didn't come up with that on the top of the dome because even Big E's face was like, "What?" <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Big E's like, "You must be getting off my show. You better go over to Friday. <laughs> like, just take that with you." Oh, and, and and the New Day split up yet again. They they are yeah. just determined that they got to have half of them on SmackDown, half on Raw. I guess they can well, sell they merch really on up, both though. shows. Are they really split up though? Well, no, well just in the idea that they're not all on the same show, right? But they're Do all. We still buddies. have the wild card rule. Probably. Probably. Or the brand. It's called what the brand invitational, the brand invitational, whatever. Like you can just show up twice a year on a random show. Yeah, I like. I you know what? I feel like the new day are not broken up. They're just on different no, shows. No, they're just on different yeah, shows. always wind up together. Anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to look to see if there's anything else of note. Um, not really. I mean, the, oh my the God, big names. The Hurt Business back together, even if it's for a short short Yay. time. But they got drafted as a team. Yay. Yep. Amazing. Got Jinder over on SmackDown. Got Mansoor over on SmackDown. Mustafa Ali. Oh, wow. You got the pretty Latinos, you know, over on SmackDown. So, you know, that's fine with Garza and Humberto. Oh, yeah. is um, is oh. What's-Her-Face there with them? Uh, Zelina? What's her name? No, Zelina. She's uh, see, so, th- so they can't reunite them. They kept them apart. Los Guapos, I remember that. Yes. Remember we called them Los Guapos for like yes, three we weeks. Did. Well? <laughs> yep, that short little run at the beginning of COVID. Uh, <laughs> right, they were beat up by Drew. Uh, so okay, so then the cartel. Shayna goes to get... SmackDown. Shayna, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Owens goes to Raw, even though his contract's up shortly. Um, Zia Lee called yeah, up from so NXT to that. SmackDown. Yes. They got they got a pretty solid group of women on both yeah. shows. Yes, it's better because before it was lopsided. Last year it yeah. was lopsided. I kind of felt like like what's happening. It was top heavy for sure. Like, yeah. So right now I'm looking at free agents. Right. So oh, okay, I gotta go. Brock Lesnar, Oscar, Bailey, your favorite person, well, Eva Marie, <laughs> the, the artist formerly known as Elias. Lacey oh, Evans, when she comes back from maternity leave. She's been gone a long time, though. Shane like. Thorne. Like close to a year. Yeah. And the uh, Lucha House Party. And Titus Worldwide <gasps> is not true. Well, Titus is a free agent. Yes, yeah, Titus is forever Mr. Community Service. Um, that man will always have a job because of his community service, man. Yes. yes. Always. Keep getting them checks, my friend. Keep cashing them checks. 
Okay. Um, but that's it as far as like intrigue. So it was a little lackluster to Mimi's point earlier. So any other thoughts on this draft or farce of a draft? Yeah. Now it's just kind of like, where do they go from here? Once it takes effect after yeah. crown, after jewel, crown jewel. Yeah. So we got two weeks and then it'll go. And then of course, then we go right into survivor series. Right. <laughs> they brand usually do warfare. all the intro brands where they do all the brand war for anywhere. It's like, well, heck, you just, you just got to the shows. So right. <laughs> <laughs> these people are like, I just showed up. What the hell? I just got <laughs> here. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, it's underwhelming this year. I think it's very much a wait and see kind of deal. Got to yeah. see those first, those first shows after crown jewel to get an idea of like, okay, now you're here. What are you going to do with it? You right. moved your playing pieces around. Now what? Show, impress me. That's, I think where we're at. We got to see something exciting. Give me that Jeff Hardy, Roman Reigns feud. Then we can talk. <laughs> you know what? I, I would have poo pooed that maybe two weeks ago, but you know what? You can keep it to an eight minute, nine minute match. Yes. You know, no, no, I'm not Jeff looking for anything crazy. Oh, oh. It probably goes oh. longer than that. I think. I don't think Jeff can go longer than 10 minutes anymore, man. Like, have you seen him kind of like moving around on that top rope? It's like me trying to get up from the bed sometimes in the morning. Well, maybe he like, needs to not be on the top rope. My knees, Captain, my knees. He probably don't need to be on the top rope. How about that? Well, you saw what that did for Matt Hardy. So nothing because he's useless now. <laughs> Uh, well, no, Wrestling? he's he's Scott Boris. Matt Hardy is now the super agent, so he is Scott Boris of of AEW. So that's actually not a bad way to segue into that. Um, wait, 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 wait. So he's an agent now. Well, he that's his character. Matt Hardy is all money, Matt. So think of what? think of Cameron Grimes. You know, what? hitting hitting it big with the stonks, what? but make that Matt Hardy now running an agency. As like a sports and, agent and wrestling occasion, like Robert, 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 like Robert Stone, mm-hmm. kind of sorta, yeah. The Hardy Even family Matt takes all their money. <laughs> no, yeah, That's exactly. True. Look at Mimi's That's face. She's true. like, "What? No. <laughs> why? why is that a thing? Why is this a thing?" No, that's not true. I don't believe you. It's true. It's damn true. To quote our friend Kate Angle, but. <laughs> You know, okay, enough of this draft crap because it was underwhelming. Cool. But what's not underwhelming me is lately NXT 2.0, if you ask Tony D'Angelo, with an emphasis on characters and gimmicks more so than indie wrestling styles. (laughs) We've got Braun Breaker. Let's do this. Let's get into NXT 2.0 after the commercial. Let's bang that out real quick. Get our commercial break in, pay the bills, keep the lights on. Got to make sure... Uh, get those sponsorship dollars, baby. Yeah. Got to make sure two chains can get back from New York City Comic Con. He's there this weekend. So that's why we're got a that's right. different crew this week. So we got to make sure he can get back. So commercial break, then NXT 2.0. Right after Perfect. this with your big gold belt. He can't get back because he needs... Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in one of those dinner ruts? So with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door where you can skip all the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable because to me, that matters. You can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from. Each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. 
All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness as well as simplicity. Now, I'm looking over here at the hot honey Brussels and ricotta flatbread, the balsamic fig chicken, and the chicken over garlic parmesan spaghetti. My mouth is watering as I say this to you right now. Go to the link in our show notes below to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, which is your number one meal kit. Again, go to the link down below in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh. Man, listen. Every time I hear me do that damn read, I'm just like, man, I'm hungry. I am hungry right now because I got chicken parmesan in my fridge. So, hey, cheat meal, here we come. Yummy. But $80 off, HelloFresh, you heard me. Okay, go go, go. take care of that in the show notes. All right, get some, get some food in your stomach because we hungry. But <laughs> as we said, coming back from the bake here on the Big Gold Bell podcast, NXT 2.0, so many colorful characters, so many colors, period. Like, it's like a kaleidoscope gone wrong. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not dingy. It's not like the heart dungeon. It's not grimy anymore. It's not great. The Nickelodeon of pro wrestling. <laughs> the double day of pro wrestling known as NXT 2.0. Braun Breaker, you know, otherwise known the as guy. Rex Steiner. The, the guy. guy. That guy. The guy. And, they could have uh, drafted we... him on Monday and I would have been perfectly fine with it. He Same. is the guy. He is right. So, wrestling for a while? No. A year on the only... Indies? Uh, yeah. Barely on a year on the Indies? He he is fresh, raw meat. And uh, <laughs> to, to see and someone salivating. Get, I don't, to see someone getting it that quick. It may it might be genetic. Like we might be thinking like I was about it to is. Say, he sounds like his dad. Like Yeah, he does. It, it's wild. It's wild. So, but his mannerisms are like his uncle, which is so weird. Like to see Scott Steiner. I think that was his dad. Rick's, he's Rick's, Rick Steiner. He's Rick's son. Dad. Yeah, so he's Rick's son. Scott's his uncle. Okay, so I I am not privy to that whole time Lineage. of wrestling. Um, what was he in WWF or he was NWA? They both were. They they were in both NWA, WCW, as well as WWF as the Steiner Brothers tag team. Formerly known as the Dogface Gremlin, Rick yeah. Steiner. So basically, he wore the jock strap on his head, barked a lot, had the dog <laughs> collar, you know, hoo, 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 hoo. so that's his kid. So he said, he and then the math is, is there a math thing? A math? That's, oh, the, that's Scott Steiner. Yeah, that's that's, that's the, Scott the Steiner. Steiner math. Yeah. Thirty-three and a third times four and four and a seven. Yeah. <laughs> Getting 97.2% effort. That. I never got that. We will probably be getting a promo similar to that at some point on NXT. <laughs> God. Hell, in, in the run-up to him facing uh, <laughs> Ciampa at Halloween Havoc in a couple weeks, God, we might get that promo that there's you don't have a 123rd and a third chance of coming out of this match alive. <laughs> I'm divided by the square root of 71. <laughs> but wait, why didn't Ciampa get? I'm surprised. Like... He still wants to stay down there. Huh? Because he's a big fish in a small pond, or at least he was. Plus, he wanted to be producer. For a while, they were grooming him to be in the backstage production realm because of his neck injuries. And, you know, he wanted to take a little bit of toll off his body. And to be honest, if you go up to WWE, the quote unquote main roster, <clears throat> and they go back to touring house shows, that's back to 300 days on the road, you know, torture on your neck. Back, mm -hmm. so maybe he's just like, you know what? I'm good with not getting yeah. this pay bump to go to WWE. I'll, I'm good with here in NXT for now, you know. 
Hmm. Okay. I hear you. But I'm thinking of all the things we've seen for NXT 2.0, beside the color, mm -hmm. beside the gimmicks. Mm -hmm. So many gimmicks. So many gimmicks. You would have thought it was 1996 and the new generation all over again, man, where everybody had a job. <laughs> you know, everyone had a job. There was a there was a truck driver, the blacktop bully. There was a plumber. There was, you know, a caddy. Now we got dudes in Letterman sweaters like Dean Douglas now. You know, we got the Sopranos coming now. Like, I gotta look at this. Hold on. What are you talking about? <laughs> look at these what? stupid gimmicks. Like, but at the same time, it's it's getting people sports entertainment ready. So mm -hmm. if you're a wrestling purist, that's why I say AEW for you. If you're a spot guy or gal, or you want to go watch Impact for wrestling, go ahead. They are grooming the next stars of WWE who could potentially transcend wrestling and be megastars. Okay. You know? So for me personally, I like it. I personally, there are people I've never heard of more often than not, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't hold weight. For instance, I saw Carmelo Hayes on the Indies when I lived in the Northeast. You know, part of him and Tasha Steeles are part of like a whole group. And as Christian Casanova, and he's he transferred that real quick. But then he started to become that just almost good enough, but not really good enough to beat the main guys on the roster. So now they had to give him Trick Williams, who I think is the perfect mouthpiece for him because not only is Trick Williams like six foot seven, it seems, he's got a mouth on him. And then we go over to the women's division, toxic attraction. See, the Ooh. whole thing of, of women ain't toxic, right, Mimi? But apparently, according to NXT, <laughs> Women are toxic, and that's a good thing because that really? cameraman, that cameraman, can we talk about that cameraman? My dad used to have a saying, when you watch like, let's say the World Classic of Baseball, the WBC, there's always that one Latino cameraman who works for Telemundo that will always find the really hot girl in the crowd and <laughs> zoom in inappropriately. Is that that's what, that's that's what, what they're doing with Mandy Rose. They are literally the panning down and up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you so, serious? So, someone was looking at NXT and saw all the guys on there that were clearly just, you know, I'm a really good wrestler. I had a really good run on the indies. And someone looked right. at that show and decided, you know what? Meh. Meh. We we need characters because everyone just being a good wrestler, ain't it? That's just everyone no. can't just be, I'm a good wrestler. And they looked right. at that, they looked, looked at the women on there, and someone decided, where's the sizzle? Because there is a whole lot of sizzle now going on <laughs> on that show. It is something else. And it's it, there is no mistake in it when you see it. It's just like, oh, there is a very big shift in how this show is being presented. But it's definitely I'm I'm finding it refreshing that it's it's clearly it's you clearly find it refreshing. Well, you always find it refreshing. <laughs> it's a change of pace. It really is. I needed so something issues. different. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like so for me too, for a while there, I wasn't tuning into NXT when they had the Wednesday Night War. You know, mm -hmm. I was watching AEW. I know Mimi doesn't watch AEW, but that was more what I wanted to watch. I watched NXT for the women's matches because I thought at the time their women's division was bar, you know, head, head and shoulders above everyone mm -hmm. else. Maybe safe for impact, but that's why I tuned to NXT. But there was always so much women's wrestling you could do that's going to move the needle, to borrow that term that we said earlier. So how do you do it? Big, beefy men slapping meat, to quote Big E. That's, that's what we're going to do. 
and characters and, and and people to get beat up and just people to get behind organically to be wwe superstars and, and i think they're succeeding so far um in what they're trying to portray there's still some kinks to work out uh I, I, that tony d'angelo man i look i'm a northeasterner will and i i can't get behind that i'm like knock it <laughs> off all right, here's, my thought, on here's my thought on Tony D'Angelo. That is all damn gimmick with the Sopranos deal and all that. But the match, it's, I thought he looked good as far as like he looked good, yes. actual match. So the ring work I thought was there. I definitely want to see more of him. And hell, that crowd was into him. They were behind him. So he's made an impression. So if that gimmick gets him over, then hey, I mean, that that's all you can really ask for. That is the one thing now that's different with this NXT is that like, there's clear projects on that show mm-hmm. that are now like, it's gonna really be about seeing them develop, which hell, right. that's what developmental is supposed to be. We're not right. supposed to be seeing like finished, polished, you know, ready for prime time folks. Like right. the whole idea is like, yes, th- there should be truly be some work in progress going on here. And between him and Braun Breaker, those seem to be the first two where it's like, okay, these are the projects that we're going to be see developing over these first couple months to see it's, you know, it's a sink or swim situation. Can they do it? Now, hell, there's a lot more people on that show, but those are the two that are standing out for sure right off How's the bat that promo? are new faces. How's his promo skills? Mm. I, well, that like one, I said, he's that got one. the cadence of, of Scott. In yes, his promo. he's clearly he's clearly been watching tapes of Big Papa Pump, and like <laughs> he's clearly he's got that cadence down. He's got yeah. that cadence down. He's channeling Scotty as much as he can, which helped. That ain't a bad thing. So I can get behind that. How's um, how is Carmelo Hayes? Super athletic, super gifted in ring, but I think, like I said before, I I feel giving him Trick Williams as his mouthpiece is going to help him in the long run, mm-hmm. but he, he looks the part. He, yeah, he has a quiet charisma, mm-hmm. but I think that's, that's as far as he goes for now. Yeah. He, he's a guy who's got to find his personality. He's got to yeah. find his footing for how he presents himself. The in, the in ring for him ain't the issue. That part's ready. I think it's a matter of he's got to find who he is and what he's trying to sell as far as what like, is he selling now? See, right yeah, now, what he's got, he's just kind of got Trick Williams with him, and he's kind of playing like the, I'm the kind of the blue chip prospect. Blue, yeah, cocky blue chip prospect. Yeah, for the moment. Okay. Von Wagner's yeah. another one, apparently. Yeah, they ain't done much with him yet. Yeah. I can, I'm him. thinking about it now. I could see Carmelo Hayes now, since we know Hit Rose leaving. Maybe mm-hmm. he falls into that North American title level where Swerve was, now Swerve's going to be out of the way. Maybe he can slide in there because we're going to have to do something with that North American title. So that'd be a good spot, I think, for Carmelo. The Creed Mm. Brothers are another one. They're like a really intense tag team, but Diamond Mind with with Stokely Hathaway. What happens to the North American title? Okay, so this is what's going to happen. I I feel like I have to update Mimi really quick. Yes! He's got (laughs) to wrestle... Uh, I was going to call Francisco Escobar, sorry. Uh, Santos Escobar mm-hmm. of uh, Legado de Fantasma and basically dropped the title on the way over to SmackDown. So they have to wrestle, I think, at Halloween Havoc. And he'll do the honors, you would think. 
and that will pave the way for a hit row to skedaddle on over to Friday nights. Okay. Yeah, unless they do something else. But yeah, now they, they made the title match, so you would think that's how they take care of that. So yeah, that one, yeah, now so that once if that's where it ends up and Legato has the North American title, <clears throat> I guess it becomes who are they gonna program them against on yeah. with who they got there? Maybe uh Maybe Tony D'Angelo gets involved with that as much, as much as people were into him. Cause you would think the mafia character is supposed to be a heel. Right. But I don't know. He was, get, he was getting cheered so damn much in there. He might very quickly become a de facto baby face just on the crowd. Loving him so much. Right. right. I feel like uh, he could be very reminiscent of uh what's his face. Enzo, Enzo, like something like that oh, where he's all mouth and then they like him and then he uh, actually can wrestle. Yeah. Could um, be LA Knight. Plus you got me, me. LA Knight. Oh, forgot about LA Knight. I'm kind of surprised he didn't get moved up. Wait, isn't he the million dollar champion? No, they kind of did away with that quietly where Cameron Grimes beat him for the championship. But if you watched NXT this week, he didn't show up with the belt. He wasn't right. announced as the million dollar champion. And it's not champion. on here. It's not on here as the million dollar champion. So that they quietly put that away. That's the, that's the problem that I have, the inconsistency. Like, And if you're going to do away with it, do away with it properly, in my in my opinion. So people are not guessing, you know? Um, Johnny Gargano, what is he still doing? He's apparently He's- waiting to be a dad at this point and trying to break <laughs> up sex on a honeymoon. <laughs> what? Oh, that's- wait. wait. So I see that. I love that you're catching up on this now. <laughs> I love that. As I, I the names pop up, I'm like, oh, wait, oh, wait. So Dexter Loomis and Aaliyah are married. Indy Hartwell are Indy married. Hartwell. She's not on. Are here. married on, on camera. And they just came back from their honeymoon. And apparently Dexter was so tired from the honeymoon. He couldn't make it on <laughs> NXT this week because she wore him out. go back Mimi I I want you to go back and watch the skit where they're on the honeymoon and Johnny actually goes to their honeymoon suite and and Dexter pulls out the condom roll like (laughs) (laughs) hiding in the closet while still maintaining the psychotic face like give him a thumbs up condoms in his hands like pure sports entertainment dad See, that's people. I'm wondering what what are they going to do with those folks? The folks who are already part of the old NXT. Yeah. How do they figure into Kyle. the new NXT? Your your Johnny Gargano's, your Champas, your your folks that have been there forever. It's like the Why? new people. I'm honestly not worried about because clearly they want them there. They have a plan for them. They brought new people in for a reason. The folks mm-hmm. who've been there, they're the ones I'm looking at like, well, what about these folks? They've already been here for ages and are associated with the old version of NXT. They're the ones I'm kind of like, what happens with them? Right. Like the- Apparently Gargano's contract is going to be up in the next couple of months. Uh, oh, so- boy, here we go. Yep. <laughs> Look at Mimi's face. She, hate- she hates dirt sheets. Mimi can't stand dirt um, sheets. Hates them with I a passion. They kill it for us, man. I- they kill it for us. <laughs> But I will say, um, I was hoping that Adam didn't go to the other side. 
because I knew that that was going to be a big win for them. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's, I feel like he's a total package. Like that was a big win out of all of the people that went over there. He is top notch. Um, Loomis, Fabian. Um, oh yeah, they're still there. Imperium's yeah. Still oh there. my God, Kushida. I Dude, we forgot about Kushida. Kushida. <laughs> he's gonna get Kush- lost. <clears throat> he was already getting lost in the old NXT. So I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, do you remember when they brought up Hideo Itami oh. to 205 no, Live? Yeah, right. Yeah. They had nothing else for him to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you get stuck in 205 Live, we know that's, that's purgatory to begin with. What's going on with them? Who they're knows? Still do, they're still doing it. It still exists. But I mean, I think they even randomly have like women's matches. On they have there, women's I matches think. on 205. Well, they're under the, they're under the limit. So that still right. counts. But. <laughs> They got they the Creed brothers re- appearing on 205 yeah, Live, right. which I don't, I don't understand that. Which they clearly <laughs> aren't under the limit. So it needs to just become like a second NXT show at this point and like be rebranded in yeah, like, something. Add another, well, how long is NXT? Two hours? Two hours. Yes. It, it, we definitely don't need to be three hours. So it, No, we don't need no three hours of NXT. <laughs> no. No yeah. more. Um, wow. Okay. Pete Dunn. He just signed he's a there. new contract. Yep. He's there. He was on this week. What's going on with Samoa Joe? He got hurt again, I heard. Injured. Yeah. He, yeah. Got hurt. What did he he's hurt? Around. Did we never they really heard know. specifically what? But whatever, all, all we heard is what they, they said. It, it, he was hurt. They had to take the title off him. But also, it wasn't anything major. It wasn't like he was going to have to go in and get like major surgery and be gone a long time. So... Yeah, we haven't heard anything about him since that since that since they took the title from him. So maybe he shows up one week and uh immediately. Oh my God, Samoa Joe and Braun Breaker is giving yeah. me ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I would love that. I I would like that. Um, That'd be a hell of a make Braun Breaker champ and go right to that right What's off the bat. Malcolm, the mouthpieces, Malcolm and Robert. What's going on with them? Why don't they just move them up? Malcolm actually has the diamond mind. So Roderick Strong has his own stable of pure wrestlers. But in my Who's opinion, in that? The, the real star of that is Ivy Nile. Like, oh, go the check the out Ivy games. Nile. <laughs> she, she looks like she could beat up everybody. And yeah, she could I, beat up dudes too. <laughs> but he's managing that stable. As Malcolm Bivens referred to her this week, and I almost died. He referred to her as the tenderoni of the diamond mine. <laughs> My man. And I was My like, man. good Lord. Stokely Hathaway. Good job. Stokely came oh, out on that one. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Wait, who did you just say? Name the name again. I do know. She's not on here. Hmm. Well, she is one of the new faces. Okay. So, man, yeah. it might be. And he also manages the, the, the Creed brothers that we just talked about. They're basically okay. like these wrestling machines. The Creed brothers. That's not on yeah. here either yet. Um, what is where is Scarlett? Good question. Paycheck at home. <laughs> He's on the roster, but she's nowhere to be found. Is she pregnant? Yep. Do we know? We're not TMZ. We don't know. <laughs> well, she got engaged. We know they got engaged. They got we engaged. Know that much. That's the last thing I saw. I thought they were married. Nah, they just been dating long term. How do you guys feel about Frankie Monet? 
I love her. I personally oh, yeah, think she, she was already time. she was already ready for the main roster when they signed her. Mm. But for yeah. whatever reason, they thought she needed to be in NXT. Who's Gigi Dolan? That's Priscilla Kelly, formerly on Evolve and in the Indies, but now she's part of Toxic Attraction with Mandy Rose. Toxic. Oh, those are the two girls. I was like, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, they? That's a good. That's a good. I, that's a good spot for her. I think starting out to have her with Mandy to kind of bring her, bring bring her up, and not just have her out there by herself. Okay. I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, it's NXT two point is very much a it's a work in progress. Fresh. It's so. almost like it's it's, it's baby like it's baby fresh. WWE. Yeah. It it's actually cool. developmental again. It's yeah, not go figure. <laughs> like true so. developmental. Um so talk to me about AEW. Well, that was the thing. I was just gonna bring it up. But a lot of people viewed the old NXT as the precursor to AEW almost, like WWE's version of AEW, where you took all these indie wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They gave them a chance to beat superstars, right? You know, to get ready for the main roster, but that style doesn't always translate to WWE main roster. There was one year we talked about on the show where NXT was probably the hottest brand of all three, back in what 2019, Will? 19. Around there, mm-hmm. yeah. did the, the the three branded Survivor Series, right? Yeah, that yeah. was like the last time NXT mattered. Yeah, to a lot of people. Yeah. Because you had Adam Cole, you had you had Samoa Joe. Well, no, Samoa Joe was on the main roster. You had Keith Lee, you had Riddle. Like all these dudes Damn could you. do it on the next level. Like that's why I think I agree with Mimi. The whole losing Adam Cole, people think, oh well, he's small. I'm like, listen, he he could have done something while still on that roster. You know, uh, super kicking everybody in the face. You know, the Usos has been getting away with it for ten years. I think Adam Cole could have gotten away with it too. Adam Cole has a mouthpiece. That's like, that's his star power. Like, well, uh, the rumor is that they wanted to make him a manager for Keith Lee. No, no, that wouldn't have been it. He needs to be by himself. What'd you say? We know that it, that wouldn't have been a good look, but you know we're we're not in the booking chair. That's why they don't hire me, Will Najir, or anybody to do this job. So. <laughs> So to answer your point about uh, AEW, they got Punk, they got Brian, they got Cole, they got Christian, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, but I think honestly, these people are now properly slotted where people thought that, oh, the XWWE guys are going to take over. I think currently in their current roles in AEW, they are perfectly suited to do what they do, what they do now, and not take away the main event shine for someone like Hangman Page, well, who just came back this week as right. the Joker in the ladder match. So cowboy shit is going to reign supreme uh, going forward. Malachi Black is basically just beheading people. You know, he's just kicking their face off. He's, he's on TV, okay. Yep, he's on TV. He's kicking people's faces off. He beat the crap out of Cody. And I loved every minute of it. And Cody, for some odd reason, thinks he's going to never be a heel when the crowd hates his guts. But hey, America. Who really thinks that? He said in an interview he's not going to turn heel yeah. because he was he doesn't want the little boys and girls to view him <laughs> as the bad guy. Nobody's I'm pretty that. I I'm pretty sure what's going on. I got the feeling that the whole idea Cody's working is that he's oblivious to what's happening. 
Yeah. And that's going to be the actual character that he thinks he's, <clears throat> he's going to be overbearing about it. And that's going to be him being a heel is him being oblivious to that. He's a heel. I think it's gonna be like a really kind of meta thing like that. Where he's like, no, 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 no. It's not like that. But everyone will be booing him and he's just going to lay it on thicker. Oh and be God. more annoying about it. We'll just that's, spun it. I love, I love that. I love that. That's, yes. that's just the the last two weeks. That seems to be yeah. the deal because now because now he's he is acknowledging it, and before he wasn't acknowledging it. So you're like, okay, whatever. But that maybe he just he really isn't. But now it's like now he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not becoming a heel. I'll never do that. So I th- I got a feeling. I don't know. We'll see. Next we week, got Arn Anderson talking about out. shooting people in the face, like. <laughs> Come on, man. Like telling oh, Cody Rhodes, you a punk. On my timeline, I was like, what is happening? Who, what? Arn and his Glock. Arn and his Glock just popping people. Like, I right, cool, whatever. Crazy old man, sure. Oh, my God. Uh, he's the enforcer for a reason, Mimi. That's why Arn Anderson is the enforcer. Oh but overall, Will, did you watch Dynamite this week? I saw some of it. I saw okay. the I saw the big return of Hangman. Which thank yeah. God I was I had my fingers crossed. I was like, do I was like, do not have that clown show up as the big surprise at the end. And he didn't. So I will take Hangman over the clown any day of the week. And I guess the question the question now becomes is well, there was rumors, you know, Bray Wyatt, since he's floating around out there doing that he was going what. to take over the Dark Order because of the late Brody Lee was formerly the Dark Order's leader. And that it would be a natural, you know, kind of progression for him to take over the Dark Order at some point. But that doesn't seem to be the case because now Anna Jay is probably going to be the leader of the Dark Order, which makes me very happy to see what happens from here. But I think, you know what I think? I think that when the ropes broke at, what was that last pay-per-view? Extreme Rules. No. Yes. I want to believe. I want to believe it. I want to believe it. It was the powers of the fiend. <laughs> so we're gonna wind up getting the demon versus the fiend match from three years ago that we didn't get. Now we're gonna get oh, it. Oh, that's right with the pumpkin makeup. Yes. It is Halloween. It is Halloween. Oh my god. That could like oh, all of a sudden just pop Please up don't. like tomorrow night on SmackDown or something. Or actually, you guys said it'd be Monday though, because Finn Balor moved to Raw. Finn's on Raw so now. Yeah. It could be a Raw thing. Interesting. I think no, I th- th- so as far as AEW goes, I guess the big question now is okay, hangman's back. Yep. He's got his title shot. We don't yep. know when, but God damn it. If, if they ain't doing it this time, I think this is right. it. They God, when he gets, whenever he does it, I, I like that. It's open-ended. It's not like you get a title shot at the next pay-per-view. So mm-hmm. it could be a while. I think the key now is whenever they do it, he has to win it. This has to be it. If they don't, it's they've heated them up and cooled them off so many times. If you're going to do something with him, at the main event level, this has to be the time. You got to do it here. Is Kenny still the champion? Yep. Yes. He's still got like 800 belts. No, Two just or the one. Three, I think. Uh, well, yeah, well, on AEW, hit- the one, but he also has the AAA belt still. Did he get the impact, impact one belt? anymore? Oh, what he, got beat? he got beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian beat him for the impact title. Um, so it's still on AEW. Exactly. Kept that within AEW. Yep. <laughs> but because Christian is a former TNA world champion, it made it easier for that transition. Okay, but does he wrestle on Impact? Yeah, he does. Okay. Okay. Might be on there right he's, now. 
He's going to be dropping that belt to their their number one up and comer, Josh uh, Josh Alexander. What happened to um, Swan? He lost the belt to Kenny, so now they sent him right back down the card in the tag team ranks. And I think now he's going he's going to be vying to get back in the world title title picture. But okay. after he lost to Kenny, bye bye, Rich Swan. Talk to me about how um, Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm. He had a decent match with CM Punk a couple okay. weeks ago okay. um, at Arthur Ashe. It was fine for what it was. He's still a little green, little, little, little green, little spots here. Uh, he's still part of Team Taz. So him, Taz, Pretty Boy Ricky, Starks, okay. and America's favorite underling, Hook. For whatever reason, <laughs> the internet is obsessed with, with Taz's son, Hook. I don't understand why. How old is he? I don't know. He he's looks like not. a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> Oh, I thought yeah, he was he, like a 10-year-old. He is a kid, but yeah, probably gotta be early 20s. Let's see. Yeah, he's early 20s, that. but he but he's always in a tank top, looking like one of the spirit squad members circa you know 2006. And apparently people love him. They want him to wrestle, they want him to fight for whatever reason. Oh my god. I heard in um an interview with Powerhouse Hobbs um a few months ago, and I saw him wrestle. I was like, oh my god, like he's got a lot of force. But like the interview was so boring. Um, His mic skills are not there. No, <gasps> he needs a mouthpiece. So that hasn't gotten any better. No. Mm. Okay. Definitely work to do there with him. But well, that's why they have Taz. You know, that's why Taz is there to be oh. insepid on the microphone for him. You know, between that and helping direct traffic for all these guys that don't exactly know what to do at all times i cannot find hook's age maybe it's kind of a secret they probably want to <laughs> spin exactly how old he is he'd be on, wait, wait, if wait. it existed today he'd be on tiger beat right that magazine still existed. <laughs> D- definitely going for yeah that pre-teen crowd with him but yeah he, he is quite popular on the interwebs <laughs> he was born in 1999 whoa okay so there you go so he's just over 20 then yeah, he's 22. Okay. Oh, he's young. Mm-hmm. Backstreet's back. He's a baby. He's a baby. Do you have any other AEW questions, Mimi? Oh, <laughs> yes. What's Punk doing? Jumping into the crowd, apparently. He's stage diving every chance he gets. Uh, he seems to be cherry-picking young guys he wants to work with. He did power us yes. what, tomorrow night? He's going to do Daniel Garcia tomorrow night? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so wait, he seems wait. To be- wait. So we're still on Wednesday, and they're on Friday, too? Yes, they, right, have, they have an, an hour, hour on Friday. Off Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that going to go away? Wednesday going to go away? I thought Wednesday was no, the still Wednesday. That's their main show. Dynamite's still their main show. They're going to be moving to TBS shortly to accommodate the uh, the NBA and the baseball playoffs, I think. Uh, but on Friday, they have their own another show called Rampage. So right. <laughs> it's a lot of it's it's a lot of wrestling packed into an hour. There's not yeah. much promos. There's not much sports entertainment. It's basically wrestling for Just an wrestling. hour. What's yeah. this dark thing, right? I have a problem with this dark. Thing. That's the that's the YouTube. That's the YouTube. I have a stuff. problem with it because that's I the NXT like, of AEW. But I feel like when I look at my timeline, I feel like people really enjoy dark. But they I do. feel like why isn't the people on dark on TV? 
because mm-hmm. if it's really good wrestling, for me, every time I take a break and I'm like, all right, let me let me give this show another try. I'm always disappointed. I never like it. And I just, I just don't like it. But then what when exactly I look- What exactly don't you like? I don't like the production. I don't like, I just don't like this, the way they segue into different things. Like I just, it just feels super sloppy. Um, the, the promos just feel super gimmicky and campy. And I like campy, but yeah. I feel like when campy is done right, it's more enjoyable, but I, I feel like I can't take that campy. I can't take the noise in the background, like the, the sounds. I feel like it feels like they're in an auditorium a little bit. So I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what sound they're using. It just feels super amateur. Something just isn't clicking for you. And, and that's I okay. I like it. I force myself. I force myself and I can't do it. And that's fine. Lord knows there's there's so much wrestling out there these days. It's like there's if something ain't working, it, it's perfectly fine just to be like, you know what? Hey, this ain't this ain't clicking. So and it's just not. But I, I feel like dark, though, because I feel like NXT, I really didn't watch NXT when it first came on because it was on the network. So that would require me turning on the Apple TV, going to the WWE. Like it's like extra steps. And so when I see oh my God, Dark is so good. Why isn't this on TV? Why is this on TV? And it kind of feels like they have like all, their diversity is on Dark and it's not on TV. So I wonder after people keep screaming, like, has that happened yet? Do Have we seen a little bit of color on TV, on primetime? That's true. I mean, heck, that big show at Arthur Ashe, there was like that Wednesday night, it was... Very uh, vanilla, as many people noted, up and down that show. The top so of the like, card is what it is. He's not listening. So he's not listening? I think it's more of a, I'm going to be blunt here. I think it's more of he knows what the demographic is of a, of a typical wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of them. I want to veer from that. Yeah, they, he don't want to veer from that. And they're still a young fledgling company. So he's like, well... That's kind of a because the whole fan base of upper part of the card, the elite, as it were. Remember all those negative things people would say about wrestling fans, Mimi, growing up? You know, the, they live in the mall's basement, they don't shower. <laughs> that is the appeal of the elite. They appeal to that kind of wrestling fan. Yeah. So yeah. they're the ones that pay the tickets, buy the shirts. Yeah. You know, we've talked about on the show, with, especially with Jamal, where we've said, why is it that the majority of the wrestlers of color? on dark you know <laughs> ha 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 y'all put the colored folk on dark real cute aw real cute but to also the point a lot of them just aren't ready yet like jade cargill as great as she looks physically as a specimen she's on tv though but she's not ready rarely to be handed pretty rarely belt. yeah i'm not talking about the belt i'm talking about just the showcase just be just being on there Yes, on a regular just, basis. Okay, you don't have to slap a title on them, but you know, if you're having, how are they supposed to get used to the camera? Like, let's say if they're super green or super new, like, how are they supposed to 
understand how it feels to be on the camera if they're never on the camera. And but that's what dark that is for. Screened, huh? That's what dark is for, to get them ready for the, i.e. the camera. Because even though it's a YouTube show, you still shoot it like it's a regular television show. Okay. How many viewers do they get? Do you know? Not off the top of my head, but um, let, let me see if, well, if you can carry the show for five seconds while I look up a random episode of Dark. Oh, yeah, see yeah. How many yeah see it how it did this week. I mean, the other thing they're doing now that's interesting with Dark is they're like, what they're doing like those mega tapings of it because they're doing it separately in Orlando now. Kind of how they, how they used to tape NXT and they're taping like a month of them oh, at a time. Okay. So they're bringing in tons of indie po folks to kind of round out the cards to yep. take on the aew wrestlers but it's like you go now it's like you go down and they're not doing it before dynamite they're doing mm -hmm. like the weekly shows then it's like dark gets taped in mass now as a totally separate taping so yes. a lot of random indie folks are suddenly popping up on dark even more so than they were because it's right. like oh come down to florida we're gonna tape like a month of shows today so we need a good like 20 bodies here that we can plug in on the show Right. For like these four episodes we're going to take. So. so like right now, I'm looking at the latest episode of Dark. It drew 300, over 300,000 views from this week. Last okay. week, 295,000 views. That's not too bad. Views. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So people are watching, at least some, I guess it's like, people are at least checking out some stuff on it. Zombies. So it still matches. gets people ready because right. it's seen by 300,000 people, yeah. you would think. So it's a good proving ground. Um I don't know. I, I, like, I enjoy dark because I can just fast forward through it because it's YouTube. It's like, oh, I watch on a replay, like fast forward, fast forward. Yeah. But there's two, we, me and Will talked about this a long time ago. That makes it seem like the old school WWE superstars, WWF superstars wrestling challenge, where it was, everything was a squash match, but then mm -hmm. they started to put 13 matches on a card. It's like, <laughs> who wants to see 13 squash matches? I don't. <laughs> Oh my god! It becomes uh, it becomes just like background noise when it's yeah, that darn yes. many. Yeah. But yeah, they seem to they seem to be doing a better job of that now, where it's like they're breaking it up since they're doing those mass tapings and being like, okay, we're taping four episodes, this many matches on each one, as opposed to before where it was like, God, that pandemic era where it was like seventeen matches on AEW Dark. It's gonna be like, I mean, one of those shows was like the length of a pay per view. It was <laughs> insane. As like. It's like, goddamn! I know you want to give people some work because, like, no one, none of the indies are running right now. But my god, yeah, we need seventeen yeah. matches of just like squashes. <laughs> so they're not doing that so much. But yeah, they're they're. I, I think the new format's going to be better in the long run with them taping so much at once. They'll probably you know keep things moving because they're like not doing one episode at a time; they're doing a whole month at a time. So, I don't know, anything else about AEW? Or we could. Our little bit of news here that we can drop in to wrap things one, up. For one the one week. news morsel, uh, I, but I think for me, AW, you know, it, it, it's going strong. I think to, to what the point we always like to make is there's something for everyone in yeah. wrestling. Mm -hmm. So, um, no doubt. Hold on once. Yep. Hold on. Thank you. Allergies. Uh, so, <laughs> no Jamal. Yeah, professional here. I'm about to sneeze on there and hit the mute button. But real quick. The return of April Jeanette Mendez, formerly known as AJ Lee, to the world of professional wrestling, not in a performer's way, but as an executive producer for WOW Women's 
of wrestling superheroes. Now, I know Najir and I covered this show last year uh, before it got pulled from Access Television. And uh, it was hokey. It was corny. And it set women's wrestling back, I think, about three or four years while I was watching it. <laughs> it, it was the new version of Glow, to be fair. Yes, it was, it was it, an it, upscale Glow, yes. Right, well, well, well it, is, it is a good... It, was on, it is... It is technically Glow in the respect that, I mean, Dave McClain, who ran Glow, is one of the guys behind it. So it has direct lineage to Glow from the 80s. Right. It's the modernized version of Glow. I guess was it on the internet? You know, I think... Did any of that make It was YouTube? released on Access Television, but you could see the highlights on YouTube. <laughs> I gotta look at this. Hold on. It's hokey. But... The reason why we're bringing it up now is because now, because, oh, they're also backed by Jeannie Buss, you know, one of the principal owners of the Lakers. So they got, they, they, they got some money. Um, hopefully it goes to production value because God damn it sucked. But <laughs> AJ Lee coming back it, to wrestling. Well, because there's you asked us to watch it. So I had to watch it. So take the two chains. <laughs> so bad. So horrible. Oh, and I guess the other end. Wrestling. Did you see that? Is this what we're talking about? This reboot? Yes, the reboot in 2022. Yes. Oh my God. I love looking at Mimi's facial reactions as she reads the articles <laughs> in real Every, time. Like, oh. Everything about it was, was just odd, though, because they had this press conference yesterday. Yes, that's all they're, I'm like, what's happening? I'm sorry. All their, but, but it's to announce that they're coming back next fall, like right. a full year out. Fall 2022 is when it's going to return. And to make it even more interesting, I guess they have a tie-in with CBS Viacom. Yes. Where yes, it's they're claiming it will be on CBS affiliates, like probably randomly on the weekend. Like kind of like, kind of like how Ring of Honor is just on random channels, like how wrestling used to be. Uh-huh. I guess it's going to be a deal like that, but and, and then why is Tessa to- like the face of this thing right here? Like she's on. She's on two of the um, the things coming up. Is she going to be in this? Tessa Blanchard? She was She's their the champion. Champ. Yeah, she was in the first one. She was in the first one. <laughs> I saw no. Mimi's eyes go up like, really? Like, <laughs> yep. They are- See, the big thing, the thing that gets me with this is anything that far out in wrestling, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it as like, Okay, you're saying all this now, but who knows what the hell's going on in a damn year? So, right, I'm like this. This is all nice and good to say, but and you, you say you got AJ Lee and you got her signed up to be executive producer, but in a year from now, who knows what the hell's going on? You could have a whole different roster by then, the way wrestling is these days. Right. So, I'm I, I can't think that much of it, but it's it's definitely attention getting that AJ Lee ain't done nothing in wrestling since 2015 mm-hmm. and all of a sudden of all things to come back for this is what got her to show up that's the part that's got me it's like damn what what they sell her on here <laughs> that this is this is what got her to show up finally for wrestling after like more like six years creative control probably gotta be gotta but- be something like that Huh. I mean, geez, she's got she's got her husband giving her shout outs on Wednesday night on a regular basis. You would think if she was gonna go anywhere, she'd be showing up there, but guess not. I thought that's where she showed she I thought she was gonna go and I was gonna be upset if she showed up there because 
you know, I get it once that whole situation happened. I feel like, and you're not there, right? You're not there, so you're not in their shoes, so you don't know. But I feel like as a woman, like, I felt like, why did she take sides? Why did she leave? You know, like Sable did the same thing, but Brock Lesnar said in his book that he asked her to leave. And I just felt like, why do you take... Well, AJ retired. Who? April retired. AJ retired because of injuries. Apparently she has like some neck trauma. I I don't believe that she retired. Well, she hasn't wrestled mm-hmm. since. So right. Yeah, she hasn't wrestled I'll give her that. They both hadn't wrestled since. Well, he did some crap, some, some UFC stuff, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, I just feel like her leaving was for, because of that whole situation that he, that was going down with him. And mm, I felt, a, I felt a kind of way as a woman, you know, and now, you know, I don't know. Well, like, maybe why? that's part of it. Why now? Why that she she works for now a women's promotion. So, and maybe go. as part of it, she's like, "Look, I want to do my own thing and not go right to where he is and stand on my own feet." Maybe that's maybe that's part of the idea. Like, hey, I got this totally separate deal, totally yeah. separate thing going on with a totally different company. Maybe that's yeah. part of the thinking here. I don't yep. know. One of the owner, one, like I said, one of the principal owners is a woman who is a high stakeholder in the Los Angeles Lakers, Jeannie Buss. So she's the money that brought AJ Lee back to wrestling for while <laughs> women's superheroes. I just hope they do away with the superhero shtick. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fine tune the presentation in some, <laughs> apparently it also says here in the press release that they're going to be showing the old episodes on a Pluto. Ugh. On one of the Pluto Ooh. channels. <laughs> That's what you know. Pluto. It's not even a planet <laughs> anymore. Now it's now it's got a network. Oh, everyone's got to be on those free man. those free streaming channels, man. <laughs> so I don't know. Who okay. knows? I mean, I'm gonna watch. Come come, next, come next fall, watch if this will even be a thing. Who right. who knows? But that I mean, that's the extent of what we know at this point. Tessa Blanchard was there. The 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 beast that was the champ at the end of it was there. Had the belt. And she was amazing. And- she was probably a big, big bright spot for me as I watched those episodes because okay. she was like uber athletic, could work in the ring, just stupid beast character. These stupid characters, man. Like, God <laughs> dang. Beast. Hold on. Let me look this up. <laughs> they had the athletic black woman called the Beast, Mimi. Come <laughs> on. Oh, I see her. Woo. Look at those shoulders. I think I I think I watched like the first two and I was just kind of like, yeah, um, if I got some extra time on my hands, maybe I'll turn it on again. And that didn't quite happen. Like I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I, I told two champs, I got two to three episodes in and I'm like, I can't, man. This is this is just just I can't. Bad. Oh, man. Didn't one of the uh, one of the women who wrestled on WoW get signed by WWE recently? Maybe. I mean, they've had so many random people go down to Florida that who knows? <laughs> Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Oh my God. You know what? Maybe this might be fun. Oh Lord. <laughs> this might be fun. Let's see, they can't even capitalize off the Netflix show now because the Netflix show got canceled with the 
pandemic so it's not like there's gonna be another season of glow on netflix as hot as that was i, I figured they were trying to ride the wave of that and be like we're like the show on netflix right. everyone's in right. and it's like it's like that's done so you can't tire can't hit your wagon to that and be like no no we're the new version of that right Okay, let's I kind of missed that show. It was a good show. I wanted to wrap up. The two seasons of it were really oh. good. I was looking forward to the third season. Have you guys watched Heels? No. I have I not yet. To. So, I, <laughs> you refuse to, you said? Refuse to. Why? I can't. First off, Stephen, Stephen and Mel can go jump in the river as far as I'm concerned. But just <laughs> overall, for what people have been telling me, uh-huh. for what people have been who've watched it, they're like, dude, it's it's a slog. As you continue to walk, get through it, it's a slog. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> I had to watch episode one, two, and three like three times for me Jeez. to be like, okay, let me get this. Let me, and I'm actually because I want to get through the whole season mm-hmm. because I feel like I love wrestling too much for me not to tr- try one more freaking time. Mm. So <laughs> I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again. But it's it's boring, man. It's so boring, oh, and I get it, and I get it. I get what they're trying to do, but it's not it. It's mm. not it, and I don't know if it's the character, the brother character type situation. I don't know if um, I feel like the supporting characters might be good. I feel like the vibe between Amel and the person that's playing his brother. I feel like the vibe isn't there. You okay. know how like actors push and pull with each other. You Is can the chemistry it. in right? It's not mm. there. It's not there. It's a I know story, that they th- it's not there. They they threw like the first three of them on YouTube, and I haven't even like been motivated. I should to tell go you and, enough like, right there, Will. <laughs> well, that was the main thing. Like, people were bugging me right about like, you guys start watching, it. and I was like, dude, I'm not picking up like a stars subscription just to like <laughs> get into this off the bat. I was like, I was like, maybe once or like a good month in, I can like get a bunch of them at once or once the whole run is done then i will but then yeah. they like i said then they put them on youtube and i still haven't bit with like you know be like oh i can check out the first couple for free right but eventually i'll check it out but yeah god well I that will. just my momentum on that just went down further from what <laughs> it was i still like hadn't done anything in and i'm just kind of like i stopped i'd like stopped the episode four i was like okay i gotta go back because it's like then it became background noise you know, and I was just like, oh, no, 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 let me just go back. And then I fell asleep. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 let me go. Wasn't even holding your attention. Nope. <laughs> By the way, I just looked up who the woman from WoW was that got signed to WWE. Faith the Lioness was signed by WWE after a, a tryout over the last couple of months. So Faith Jeffrey signs with WWE. She was known as Faith the Lioness in WoW. So someone did from WoW get over to WWE. So She's in developmental. <laughs> and over the next year, who knows how many more that might happen with. So what, what kind of roster will they even have? When Somebody they needs to sign Harlow. That's my, that's my thing, Will. Someone exactly. Yes, I forgot Harlow. she was part of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Harlow, we've been pulling for for a long time. That, that's our, that's our girl. We got to get, get her somewhere, man. Bonk that. Absolutely. Any last words, Mimi? Any last uh, tidbits of information? Any questions you have for me and Will? No. As you look with a, a really detestable face at your phone right now. <laughs> I cannot believe Tessa Blanchard is in this thing. Like, I can't believe that. She anybody- was their main star. Huh? 
she's been there. She was their main star. She was kind of like the, uh, the workhorse of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. As far even as like the someone who was polished. Yeah. And it was trash. The production was trash. The production the was in-ring trash. was okay, but the production was cheese-o-matic, and no, no. The storyline was the storylines were corny as hell. Oh yes, very glow. Mimi, you very know glow. I'm very objective when it comes to women's wrestling. I'm one of the most objective male viewers of women's wrestling. This was trash from top to bottom, save for some of the in-ring action. Some of the in-ring action. That's why you have a Tessa Blanchard to actually like wrestle and show some of these non-wrestlers how to really do things. Because a lot of them were there just to be uh, entertainers is the word I'll use. Uh, Or gimmicks. Okay. So someone had to do the wrestling. Mm. Okay. Why not Tully's kid? (laughs) Can't get Charlotte? Go. Go the next bootleg horseman down. You know, Arn doesn't have a daughter, so we got to go down one more one more tier. So they went down for Tully's kid. This beast chick, ooh, she looked she looked like she'll tear somebody up, like you said. No, she's legit. <laughs> like I've seen her matches. She's actually a, a pretty good wrestler. But what is this cowboy thing? <laughs> What's happening? We'll here all night with Mimi going over. Wow, something <laughs> I told I told myself I don't want to watch anymore. Archery, um, like. Wow, they're really wow. wow. <laughs> they're really hey. awesome, right. Oh wow, okay. Okay. It's all they gimmicks got- all the time. Right. Faith the what? The lioness. Oh, there she is. Right. She just got signed to WWE development. There she is. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> That's exactly we'll why with- Johnny A signed her, probably. Maybe she's she gonna gone. show up with a lion gimmick. We'll see she's her on gone. Wednesday with a lion gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> she'll ride it to the ring. Right. <laughs> Or worse, she'll skin a lion and have it on her as her gimmick, where she's now oh, like craving no. the huntress. Yeah. <laughs> she's a blonde. She has long blonde hair. She's cute. She's got a big butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that spot on analysis, Mimi, as she forgets she's actually on a show. Uh, <laughs> Mimi, where can people find you? Oh, you know where to find me. I well, am. We Mimi do. Shows. But what about them? Okay. I am Mimi Shells. Your your uh, Twitter. Your Twitter right man, now, tell you. right now, you can't really find me because I'm running for the board of ed in my town. So I've been completely ghost and in and Lockdown. out. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to dip in real quick and then dip <laughs> out. You know. So after November second, I'll be back on track. Because your spaces are kind of entertaining, by the way. Whenever you're on spaces. <laughs> oh my god! Have you guys come on? You should come on. I've listened to a few, yeah. Okay, you should come on. You should come on, Damien. We should have you on. When you come back, I'll I'll, I'll make an appearance when you come back. When is the Snack Society coming back? Well, Snack Society had to survive the damn pandemic. That's the damn problem with Snack Society. (laughs) They had to get past that first. Exactly. Getting people together in the same place and we're spread out across Virginia and Maryland now. So (laughs) that's the whole trick with that. Oh my god! Getting together yeah. to eat food became a thing. For yeah, a while. <laughs> I know that's right. But yeah, that's the me. real question for Will is when is little hobo gonna make yes! a surprise appearance on this show? Because oh, she drives the ship. She's the captain. I know. Jeez. So 
we gotta start doing that if we had a show now on a Thursday. Thursdays her like busy day now. Like her oh, activities, man. she she's got hip hop on Thursdays. So she's oh. hip hop hobo after school. So. <laughs> hip hop hobo. Don't convince <laughs> any more ideas. There you go. I love it. She's been hell. She she is hitting me up though for the house show that's coming through at Christmas. Now she okay. had her house show at Christmas experience. Okay. So the house show is coming through. I think I think it's gonna be the Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday after Raw that mm-hmm. week. They're coming through okay. DC. So she's hoping to go again because she had a damn ball finally getting to go to the big show instead of just it going to It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Have you gone, Damien? Have you gone to, to house shows yet? No, I've only yeah, gone yeah. to AEW here in uh, Dallas. That was okay. here a couple of like a month ago or so, a month and a half okay. ago. Okay. All right. But you've been but- to a show. Yeah, you know I've been to a lot of shows. So it's one of those things where I still don't trust other humans fully. So it's like, <laughs> even though I'm fully vaccinated, I don't trust or like many people. So it's like, eh, maybe I'll go one day. Yeah, Maybe I won't. But alas, we are the Big Gold Bell Podcast. Again, special thank you to our guest, Mimi, for joining us. She is welcome back anytime. Uh, Hugh Mahoney always brings the hot takes on Twitter. Uh, his opinions <laughs> do not reflect those of the Big Gold Bell podcast. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Especially so the ones about Eva Marie. Tweet. He just tweeted that. <laughs> hey, we kept the Eva Marie stuff to a minimum this week. Good riddance. Two chains here. Good riddance. God <laughs> damn, I can't awful, stand awful, her. Awful. Hey, she's a free awful. agent. Who knows where she'll turn up? <laughs> Yeah, when wow. she heals her broken wow. brain. What did you say, Mimi? You said a couple months ago, you said, man, you would have thought she would have had a better acting experience by now. 